Asia Tech Podcast. Voice of the Asian Tech Ecosystem. Hi, this is Neville J. McKenzie with the Asia Tech Podcast. And today I'm with Nathaniel Asher Yim. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And you are the co-founder of CMO? Yes. Yeah. Um, which is a logistics company? Yes, yes. We are a cross-border logistics company based in Southeast Asia. Yeah. And what's the name of the... Is it Janio Asia? Yes, Janio Asia. So can you explain um, a little bit more about yourself and your background? Okay, so uh, I'm a fresh graduate from the National University of Singapore. I studied business uh, over there for the past four and a half years or so. And uh, I just collected my certification in, in July. So uh, quite fresh out of college. My background, I studied finance and marketing previously. Did a few uh, internships and stints at a few uh, MNCs as well as startups and agencies. And uh, straight out of, uh, after graduating, I started this with a few of my friends. So it, you started it um, straight out of college? Yeah. So I ended my formal classes in December of 2017 and pretty much in January this year I started this. So what experience do you have of running a business? None, actually. So what made you decide that you were going to run a business? Um, I wouldn't say there was a, like, a, like a long lead time leading up to the decision. It was really just a, a matter of the opportunity coming by at a point in time when I was making a critical life decision and uh, based on past experiences and what I understand about business and some of my experiences, I, I realized this would be a really good opportunity. This is really once in a lifetime and it's now or never. So it, it was, that was it. So you've chosen logistics and supply chain. Um, what other industries did you s- consider? I was considering um, other companies in the tech field. So a few uh, marketing software, uh, some um, e-commerce companies and a few consulting firms as well. So why didn't you choose tech? Because that's all the rage at the moment. Yeah, it, it is for sure. Um, but I was, I was just thinking... Like I applied to a specific job, right? And there's a JD and a role and you have to do something specific within the context of the organization. Um, but starting up on your own, you get to pretty much do everything. You get to run the show and you get exposure to pretty much every single JD that you can think of. Yeah. So logistics and supply chain, in my view, that's a very competitive area. Mm-hmm. So how do you manage that? How do you, how do you know what you need to do? Uh, yes, that's a good question, which I, I ask myself every day. Um, so yes, it is competitive. There are tons of uh, incumbents names that people have heard of for many decades that are pretty much uh, dominating the space. Um, but, but what we found is that um, while there are a few big names running the show, there are many other, uh, there are many gaps in the market, many problems that these guys have yet to solve, uh, especially when it comes to e-commerce, because e-commerce is, is quite new. Uh, it's only really taken off in the past 10 years or so, but the logistics is still lagging behind. So to ship a, a parcel that costs maybe $10 worth of uh, merchandise value would cost you $10 to ship as well. And, and this is obviously a big problem for many e-commerce businesses that is not currently being um, solved. So that's why Genu came about. We set out to solve this, especially in Southeast Asia, where the market is very fragmented. You have thousands of islands, many different countries with their own sets of regulations, and really no one is really tackling this right now. So that's why Genu came about. So how are you going about tackling it? Yeah, so we are using technology pretty much to solve all of these problems. 
Um, so what Genio is, is really a, a platform, a network that connects to many different logistics providers. So uh, we are totally asset-like. We don't own any infrastructure of our own, but we partner with the people who do. So guys like First Mile, Last Mile, airlines that do line haul and air freight. Uh, and we integrate all of these guys on our, our platform to give you an end-to-end solution covering every part of the supply chain. So that's how we are able to provide um, solutions throughout Southeast Asia. So you're supplying a tech solution to bring different um, suppliers together or different providers together? Um, yes. Yeah. So it is a tech solution that uh, we, we use when we go out to our clients, our merchants. Um, so they, they, they use our platform. They submit the orders to us. And basically, we ping every single person along the supply chain to do the deliveries for them. So is it labor intensive? Uh, not on our end. Our team is very lean. We have only about uh, 15 people based in Singapore right now. And are you localized to Singapore? Or are you looking to expand further afield? Um, yes, we are looking to expand uh, quite soon, actually, in 2019. So we are going to set up uh, offices throughout the rest of Southeast Asia as well. So how did you finance your start? Uh, so uh, we, we raised a seed round earlier in the year um, from a venture capital firm. Um, so that's pretty much how we've uh, managed to get things off the ground and running was that easy or was that challenging? Because um, mm. you can either be self-funding or you can go out and chase money. Why did you choose to chase money out there? Yeah, um, good question. So uh, in the logistics space, working capital is everything, right? Because you need to pay for, for the shipments. And um, when you're talking about e-commerce in Southeast Asia, you're talking about tens of thousands of parcels a day. Um, and that can be very working capital intensive. So using your own funds might not be enough, especially now towards the end of the year when you have e-commerce peak seasons like 11, 11, 10, 10, um, 9, 9 just passed a few weeks ago uh, where your parcel volume might increase by 5x to 10x. And so you really need working capital. That's why uh, we approach venture capital firms to raise capital. And, and basically that's how we've been financing everything. So you're, you yourself are a recent graduate. Um, what about the rest of your team? Are they experienced or recent graduates? Yep. So uh, there are four co-founders. Three of us are all uh, 26 years old. So we just graduated last year or this year. Uh, we have one member on the team, our chief operations officer. He's a veteran in the industry. So he's 36 this year. Uh, has tons of experience, more than 15 years of experience in logistics and e-commerce. So how do you go about hiring new team members? Uh Pretty much through every way you can possibly think of using like the usual the usual uh, tools like job portals, but uh, mostly through um, through word of mouth, going out, meeting people, networking, and sometimes someone just just chance upon someone and and things work out from there. So you're you 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 go out and you looking for people. Um, does anyone ever apply directly to you, and how would the, what would the process be? Um, yes, uh, and increasingly more so. I think now that we've become a bit, a little bit more established, so people hear of us from here and there. So we do get applicants now. At, at the start, it was quite difficult. So we had to go out and um, basically ask friends, family, if they know someone who can do a certain thing. Uh, then we just reach out to the person directly and, and basically sell them the vision. And then that's how we got the first few hires on board. And how are you going about raising your profile? Um, so we are approaching a few um, 
publications. So we have we were featured in the in the Berita Harian newspaper a couple of weeks back, and I I think sometime this week or next week we will be in the Chinese newspaper. Um, so that's one of the ways using like media outlets to to get a bit more coverage, but also through um, working with a few few partners, strategic partners um, in in the industry, in e-commerce and in logistics to to do a bit of uh, um, like mentions for us, this kind of ways. I you mentioned Ch- the Chinese market. Um, why did you mention that? that oh, I mean, I mean the Chinese newspaper based in Singapore. So, oh, yeah. Chinese based in Singapore. Yeah. So <laughs> do you see when you, when you're going to expand do you see yourself expanding into china because that's where a lot of the supply is needed Mm -hmm. to the rest of the world is that a market you'll be aiming for potentially yes um very likely i would say and um how long do you think that will take for you to be moving into china um well it's hard to say really it depends on on the needs of the company and, and what is the priority at a point in time but uh, within within two years, likely. Yeah. So you have, I mean, you mentioned here you, you have a love for problem solving. Is that, how does that fit into what you do? Um, yes. So uh, when people ask me what I do at, at Genio, I tell them that, um, when they ask me what I do as a marketer in Genio, I tell them I'm not a marketer. I tell them I solve problems that tend to be marketing problems. Um, so um, this is something that I used to do since uh, I was in, in college. I would do uh, business case competitions, which are pretty much solving problems for um, companies who are facing problems right now. So using different different types of, of frameworks and tools, you, you analyze problems, use data to back your decisions, and, and you think of a solution based on that. So um, I use that kind of approach when it comes to marketing. Like, so I'll identify issues that company is facing from a marketing perspective, and I'll think of solutions uh, that can best address these issues. So for your company, what solutions have you, do you apply to solving your marketing issues? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so there are, there are a ton of issues that we face as a startup and uh, a growing startup. So uh, some of the issues would be things like... Um, not having a strong enough brand name, uh, not being, uh, not having the brand awareness even out there. So how do you raise your brand awareness? Yep. So uh, through different channels such as um, um, going through through press, so having press coverage, going through academia. We find that uh, going to schools is actually a very good way to get your name out there. Why is that? Because uh, I think the logistics service would be needed in um, other areas rather than Mm-mm. academic. Mm-mm. Yes, yes. So uh, there are different types of problems that we're solving. One of them, um, especially for a growing startup, would be hiring needs. And um, I think it's a bit harder to find like, quality talent when you don't have a strong enough brand name. So th- that was the issue that I was uh, speaking about earlier. Uh, when it comes to um, getting a name out there in, in the industry, finding clients and partners, yes, we will go through... Um, logistics partners we will look at things like um, logistics or e-commerce related publications so not not quite like your your normal uh, traditional media but very specialized um, publications with specialized audiences so um, my experience in China is that logistics is a very traditional um, industry Um, the average age is probably in their 40s Um, you as a 26 year old how would you go about persuading somebody with more experience that you were the future yeah uh, and uh, you're, you're right to say that it is a very um, traditional field 
Uh, and many of the executives that I've met from our partner and the client companies are indeed much older than I am. Um, so it's really about how you create a credible image for yourself. How do you understand, how, do you speak the same language as them? How do you establish rapport? How do you show that you understand really what are the issues that they are facing and how do you bring your solution to the table uh, in, in a way that it makes sense to them? So really it's about, uh, I mean, at the start, it was a very steep learning curve. You learn everything that you need to know as fast as possible so that when you meet these people, you are ready to engage them. Uh, and by the end of the conversation, you will know whether you have done well or not. Yeah. So can you just give us an example of what you would do when you meet, I mean, would you meet somebody from a, a large American logistics company um, here based in mm -hmm. Singapore, what would you say to them? Um, yes, so uh, firstly, you have to speak the language. So all the, all the lingo, all the jargon, the terms, inco terms, harmonized system codes. Um, you need to understand all these things because sometimes we, they, we speak in acronyms, right? So uh, it can be a bit hard at the start. But once you get used to it, it's very easy because you, it's logistics, even though it is a it's traditional field, it's a very... Um, it's very operational. So once you get a hang of it, it it's the same thing in a different context. So uh, after a while, you get you get a hang of things. So you just speak to them in the terms. So if, you, if I gave you a package now and said I need it to get sent to London, would you be able to do that? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. How long would it take? Uh, well, it depends on where, in, where in, uh, exactly and what kind of package it is. Uh, yeah. A pair of shoes. <laughs> Oh, I had a parachute and a, <laughs> pair, a of pair of shoes. Pair of shoes, yeah. Uh, London, couple of weeks probably. Couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if you were um, to choose another industry to attack, what would it be? As in personally? Or? Yeah, personally. Yeah, because you 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 chose logistics um, as you know you left you you've just graduated you chose logistics. What other industries do you think you could do the same with? Um, well, I, I think the skill sets can be transferred to any industry, actually. Skill sets of problem solving and thinking out of the box. Um, but if I were to choose one right now, I would say probably e-commerce. E-commerce. most transferable and closely related. And uh, logistics is part and parcel of e-commerce. So by going into the industry, you immediately bring a lot to the table. And um, so what would be your key skill, core skill that you have? Uh, problem solving and being able to communicate. Being a, okay. Okay, so um, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, not at the moment. Okay, so if anyone needs to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Uh, they can... Uh, well, you can add me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. So just drop me a message there. Um, if you'd like to find out more about the company specifically, you can write into us on our contact us page at uh, genio.asia. And your email? Uh, my personal email? Well, email to your company. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Nathaniel.yim at genio.asia. Okay. Thank you, Nathaniel. And uh, we'll keep in touch. Yep. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Asia Tech Podcast. Find out more at ATP.show.